Guess what time it is, y'all? Explicit content warning. Despite Gerald being an absolute gentleman and Trey being gallant and Karina not necessarily having a reason to curse, as far as I recall, I use swear words a lot in this one. So just a heads up, if you're listening to this around children or you're more sensitive to some of the four-letter words that I'm so fond of, you've been warned. Hey guys, for this episode, we decided it was smart for me to be the one recording the meeting because Danny's currently in the middle of tornado season. Um, Perhaps as a fun joke, the world decided that the audio was not going to work so well, whether as a byproduct of my Wi-Fi or the fact that we had five people on the call. Who's to blame, really? It's probably my fault. But just so you know, despite Danny's best efforts with audio editing, there may be some parts here or there that are a little scratchy or you may miss out on a couple words. We're really sorry about that. Try to do our best to avoid it. Either way, we're still pumped for this amazing conversation. Bienvenidos a Creating Magic. Esta es la segunda parte de nuestro episodio de dos partes con Corina, Trey y Gerald. I'm going to guess at the translation here, but I believe what was said was, welcome to Creating Magic. This is part two with Trey, Karina, and Gerald. And I think that was it. Did I miss a part? (laughs) Disfrute. Yeah, I can't help you there. That means enjoy. Oh, enjoy part two. Let's continue on your masterful, magical minorities chat. I have that written down so I said it right. And I want to hear more about where that came from and what inspired you to start it and what you're kind of doing with it. There's a lot of anticipatory stares at each other right now for the thousands of listeners out there. Everyone's like, who's going to go first? Are you going to go first? I don't know what I should say. Should you talk? I'll let them give more of the, I'll let them give more of the intricate, intricate details. But um, I remember, um, and I don't even think, it's so funny. I don't even think Karina and Gerald know this, but me and Gerald were having a conversation. Um. I'm not going to go too far into the conversation, but I will say this. Um, only for the sake, if Gerald opens up the conversation, <laughs> feel free to do so. But me and Gerald were having a conversation. Um, I messaged him, and uh, long story short, Gerald was working on an edit. We were working on an edit. And um, long story short, like we just got into this weird sidebar conversation about how um, we don't see ourselves in the films. Um, I'll be honest and tell you that I said this. Um, I've seen a lot of people me this straightforward, but I'll say it because I've seen it. I've seen Karina post content that back when I had a smaller account that I literally saw her content duplicated. And yeah, it's not about likes, but when her content is duplicated and I see five times the likes, five times the followers, it was disheartening to me, you know? And um, then for her to extend the olive branch to me when I had a small account, I, I just gravitated. But um, long story short, um, I messaged Ellie. But no, I sent a message to Ellie and I said, hey, you know, me and Gerald were just talking about the fact that we don't see a lot of representation in the community. 
And she said, that's really funny because me and Karina have been having that conversation for a very long time. Now, I've seen Karina, before we even started this hashtag, I've seen Karina post about representation long before we ever had a discussion about it behind the scenes. Um, so it was definitely around because she's been pushing that for a long time. Um, but I only threw those two cents in there for them to know that I really think that's how our um, brainstorm sessions <laughs> came together. Um, Ellie created uh, the group, I believe. Y'all correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and then it kind of took off from there. But Karina, I, I really want to hear from you because even though I was thinking it sometimes and it was after you started posting, you've been talking about it for a very long time. When I first started in the community, I honestly didn't meet any other Latinas. And it kind of opened up my eyes. I was like, wow, okay, so there's no one else like me in this community. Let me just start posting things, you know, for everyone. And it was just park pictures. It, it just started off as park pictures. And then I started meeting other people in the community. And let me start off, I was posting pictures of just the parks. I wasn't posting pictures of me. It wasn't until I started posting pictures of myself, then people were like, oh, wow, um, like, you know, you're Spanish and, you know, you like Harry Potter. And it was just eye-opening to see that there were other people like me that liked it because you don't really see it a lot in, like, uh, in the movies. You don't see it in uh, people who advertise for Harry Potter products. You don't see it in the Wizarding World. You don't see it ever. It's just the same type of person. And so I, I just started meeting all these people in the community that were minorities. And it became like a, I, I would just get messages from people that would be like, you know, thank you, because I don't see myself. And it discourages me from wanting to post. It discourages me from wanting to like be a part of this. And it just, it broke my heart because some people that are in other countries, you know, they love it, but they just don't see themselves in it. And as simple as that, it really, it really makes a difference when you do see yourself in the media, in something that you genuinely love. And so it just kind of went from there. And I'm just so thankful that I got to meet, you know, like Trey, I got to meet Imana, Ellie, and, and Gerald. And we just kind of came up with the uh, Masterful Magical Minorities. And we're like, you know, hey, there's so many people in this community that, that don't feel represented. So when we came up with that, forget it. Like, I just, there was just so many people that cohesively became a family in less than like a few weeks. And we got introduced to so many people from all around the world that I didn't even know. And it's just been, it's just been a journey. And I feel like I'm missing out so much because I'm getting so emotional, but it's just, it's just nice when you have people representing you when you feel like you don't have a voice. I just want to throw, throw this in there. Um, gee, my bad. I don't mean to jump in front of you, but I, just so you guys can kind of have like a, a, a picture to go with the narrative, um, transparent as possible like y'all don't understand like i get comments that are like you're a i don't even want to say you're an n-word you don't like harry potter or you can't even read how can you like harry potter um like y'all would be <laughs> like it would shake people um 
and the reason I don't, and I've told these guys, the reason I don't talk about it is because, you know, living life outside the Harry Potter community and in the Harry Potter community, I've seen things get spun so quick. Um, and my thing is, I'm not going to come in here and go, oh, I don't get likes because I'm black and I don't do this because I'm black. But I promise you, I can give you 10 screenshots of some of the worst, just bigoted comments that I have sitting in my phone right now and I keep them for motivation. I know that sounds crazy, um, but I keep them for motivation. And so my thing is like, and I like to make jokes out of serious things. I'm going to be real. People see black people that like Harry Potter. And the first thing they're thinking is like, I'm holding Harry Potter in one hand. I got a chicken leg in this hand. I'm getting chicken grease on the fried chicken grease on the pages and whatnot to where you can laugh. But um, that's the thing is like, I know just from what life has taught me that I can post the same picture as someone else and it can be seen completely different. And um, these guys said something the other day about, uh, I told them I wanted to get back to, um, what was, I want to get back to the videos. That's what I was saying. I want to get back to my comedy videos. I miss it. Like that was my roots to me. And they said, well, you should really, like, I really like your edits because when you edit yourself in as Harry Potter or someone else, you're editing representation into the community and you're kind of changing people's perception. And I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just like, oh, hey, I want to be Harry Potter. Like I want to be in the movie. <laughs> so, you know, they, they, they showed me the deeper meaning to something that I was doing. I try to make uh, not before, but I try to make it. Um, I try to make it as fun as possible. I try to make it as entertaining as possible. But I try to make the edit as clean as possible because I'm like, if this is what people are seeing from this, then put out the best product you can put out because, um, like, it's not about how do I put this? It's not about us once again picking each other up higher than anyone else. Now that the grammar in that was terrible. It is not about us lifting each other higher up than anybody else, whatever, taking what it's worth. Um, but it's about putting everyone on a, a level playing field and then picking everybody up at the same time. And um, it's just so hard because no matter what you say, if someone doesn't want to hear what you're saying, they can manipulate everything you say and it, turns into a them versus us i don't want I don't care how cheesy it sounds like this ain't a black and white thing because my son my wife is white like it's not those things it is truly a let's stop talking in the shadows let's stop moving in the shows bring everything to the light if you love something someone's doing comment on it if you don't like what they're doing don't comment on it unless they have something to say go to Henry down the street and say, hey, Sally's last post was crap and she thought it was good. But then we go look at it and there's a heart saying you like uh, Sally's post. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm glad we're doing the movement because I like to presentation for minorities, like we said. I don't care if it's uh, financial hardships. I don't care if it is race. I don't care if it's religion. I don't care if it's uh, gender. I don't care if it's your sexual preference. I don't care what it is. You know what I mean? It's just like, let the world know that there's different people from all walks of life and like times are changing and we're here. Like, we've been here. <laughs> we've been here, exactly. <laughs> we've been here. 
And I, I wanted to bring up something that um, Ellie wanted me to share or us to share in particular was that these books have been translated into so many different languages, so many. And it's like, we're here. It's like, why not use everyone as, you know, like, why isn't everybody equal? Why isn't everybody being used equally when I mean, the books are all over the world. It's a it's a worldwide thing. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead, Gerald. Go ahead. Um, I just you know I I just piggyback off of you know I- I- exactly what they said. Um, my you know what what's special to me about it and and what it means to me is um, one of the most one of the most eye opening things that I've experienced here. Um, there was the point in time and Karina and train everyone listening will remember, but Instagram just, it, 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 we had this big movement and and it just, and it just felt different on this platform when we went through this phase of, you don't have to go to the parks to experience the magic. You don't have to have, you know, uh, licensed memorabilia. You don't have to have, um, you know, you know, just you, you don't have to have the, the illustrated editions. You don't have to have the house editions. You don't have to have, you know, all of the things that you don't have to have it on Blu-ray. You know, you could have Harry Potter on VHS and have, you know, broken books where the pages come out. And you have to put them together. Um, and it was it was such a interesting time on this platform because I honestly felt everybody felt it, you know, because it, it was just I mean, even even the 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 quote unquote influencers of this platform would say, you know, I I don't, I purposely have this lifestyle set this way so I can go to the parks so I can be able to, so it's a sacrifice to have these things. So please don't think that I have all this money and I can just buy all these things. But what I loved about that time, it was, it showed me something that I hadn't seen before and it took it back to, the foundation of what magic is something that resides in all of us. You are some way resides in all of us. Um, and my favorite thing about that is it, it speaks about the message that I want to do um, and that I want to be a part of. And, and this group that I'm grateful to be with is, you know, it, 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 it colors all lines you know there 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 are no you know it's not a crayon box you know it's it's we cover all barriers of life with this you know man woman child it doesn't matter the gender it doesn't matter the race because no matter what background you come from we've all faced some form of discrimination we've all faced some form of i'm not good enough we've all had those moments and those lapses in time where we can all vividly remember i just didn't think i was good enough i just didn't think i could put out the content that they do that this account does or does that account do you know and 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 a lot of people were genuinely sad you know and i tell people all the time and and it's one of the main reasons why i'm so happy to be in the position that i'm in is 90% of the items that I have are thrifted. And I tell people that all the time, my entire collection, my, like my original hardcover collection, one through seven are all thrifted. I mean, I even have a post on my page where it's a stack of books and it was for the whole collection. I think I missed one book and it was $15. And what I've actually started doing is 
you know, because I just, I know what it's like to not be able to purchase something right then and there. And that, that feeling, even if you said, all right, I wanted to grab this and I couldn't at this time and I wanted, but you made that purchase later. Those two feelings are mutual. That, that realization that I just, I'm not able to afford that makes you feel like you're just not worthy of the item or makes you feel like you're not as good as the other people that have them. And masterful, magical minority says, this is not licensed memorabilia. If you have licensed memorabilia, it's fantastic. And we applaud those that are able to have those things, but magic truly resides in all of us. And, you know, I want to speak for the kid that has never been introduced to the story because he couldn't afford it. I want to speak for the, you know, the biracial people that said, you know, I, I thought I had the best of both worlds, but I actually had the worst of both worlds because I didn't fit in on either side. You know, I want to speak for that, you know, and, and even though it's an honorary position, what masterful magical minorities means to me is a redheaded kid who gets picked on at school could be minister, you know, um, you know, a, a grown 45 year old man that still looks at these books and loves them can still be an eight year old on the inside can still cosplay as his favorite person. And it's OK, you know my the the point of my position is to be able to say i want to celebrate you and that means understanding your differences that means understanding your 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 views on things and we don't have to necessarily agree on everything but there's one sole reason why we all come together and it's for this story you know and that story alone are all the bricks of our foundation so we can actually build a bridge together based off of that one story and we can figure out all the differences later we can figure out all of the views for things later but it's what it truly is about is something that all of us have to come together because i i've never owned a pair of robes but if i had a pair i mean and, and this is what i love about karina like what makes karina and trey so wholesome is if karina had two sets of robes she i, I would beg her to let me pay and i promise you she'd be like gerald please don't just i know that you wanted these i know that you didn't have the chance or the money to have these so this is my gift to you because i just love how much you love magic and what we're doing and and what the definition of it means to me is i want to be able to to do it exactly what karina's doing exactly what trey's doing exactly what Imana's doing exactly what ellie's doing i just want to be a bullhorn voice for those who feel like they don't have it but just know, if you get some robes from me, it's going to be Gryffindor robes. This is mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, It's okay. I'll, I'll line oh. it green, and I'll put another patch on there for you. So accept it. <laughs> <laughs> Those Gryffindor robes will definitely be placemats. <laughs> Girl, I'll be in Florida soon. I have a sewing machine. We're good. Yay. Oh, you're moving to Florida, so you're going to wear your robes like one week out of the year. Oh, I don't have robes, girl. Yeah, Danny, Danny made me the, and I use it in all my damn photos, again, because I'm not really <laughs> a creative type. So, like, my aesthetic is, again, whatever I can pull that looks good off my shelf. And one of the things I know I can count on 10 times out of 10 is this incredible scarf that Danny knit me. It's a Hufflepuff scarf. It, I mean, thing is is better quality and nicer and keeps you more warm than anything you could buy that's official, right? It's It's beautiful. It's amazing. I love it. But she gave it to me when I was living in Florida and can't use that in Florida. And then I moved to Arizona, can't use it in Arizona. 
Um, Connecticut, come on. Yeah, so I'm about to move to Connecticut <laughs> and I'll be able to finally use it other than just for Instagram photos. <laughs> the sentimental value for that, though, I mean, is, yep. I mean, like how just the sentimental value alone for that means like, I mean, there's some legit park merch out there, but I mean, the sentimental value for that is just, mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, that to me, and that's what I love so much about that story alone is. I made it for you out of the warmness of my heart. And I just, you know, I know that you, I know you can't wear it, but I know that you wanted it, you know, or even if you didn't want it, I just wanted to make you something to say, I appreciate how much you love this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I'm not, as we've established on this podcast, many an episode, I'm not a creative type. I don't have an artistic bone in my body when it comes to creating things. I can, I'd like to think I'm witty and then funny and all that. But when it comes to actually making art, can't do that. And so I try to show off my, you know, that same sort of care through like supporting like Harry Potter inspired artists and creators. Right. Mm -hmm. And so one of my favorite things to do is whether it's at conventions or through Etsy or Instagram or whatever is to, to send my friends like little art pieces that remind me of them or make me think of them. Right. So like the other day, like uh, dank uh, house Phoenix cosplay, the guy who does the Dan Fogler cosplay, to a T, right? He's, he's one of our good buddies. He, he helped us out with our Magic from Home Con the other month. So uh, the Jaime twins, who are these two artists, siblings who do incredible art, they do a a little Jacob in front of Kowalski Bakery print. And like I shipped in that. I was like, hey, I just want to say thanks for helping us out. That was cool of you. And this looks like you. And you know, you'll appreciate whatever. Uh, Sydney, Sid Sketch, who's my favorite magical artist out there for, for what it's worth. I commissioned her to do a little photo of Danny, myself, Brandy, Simply Potter Girl, Chelsea, Gryffindor, Pinup, and Katie, the Harry Potter fan. I think Danny's going to show it. Yeah, right? I love that photo. It's so cute. Like, it's, it's, I just, again, I I can't knit a scarf, right? I can't do anything like that, but to your point. But what you do, you do add a lot of good stuff to this community, though, because I love your captions. They're, like you said, they're witty and they're funny. And, like, (laughs) they definitely, like, I'm always so excited to be like, see more. What else do you have to say? Because they are great. So, when you you have a face like mine, you better be funny. So. Oh, stop. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Um, Now, Danny, I know we had a couple more follow-up questions, but I feel damn good with what we've put together. Do we want to move into creator shout outs and, and wrap this thing up? Before oh, that- the, oh, the fun Harry Potter. I always forget this section. <laughs> the fun Harry Potter questions every time. <laughs> Danny, These are all opinion based, except Stephen believes there's only one correct answer for one of them, but it there, is an opinion. There's one fact based question, but we'll get okay. to it. Before we move on to that, is there anything else you guys wanted to say about Masterful Magical Minorities? I just want to say that, you know, the people that are listening to this, if you if you have managed to listen this far, uh, I definitely want to say thank you. But I just want the people that are listening to this to understand that there are people in this community that genuinely will believe in you if you take that step forward and say, you know what, I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm just going to, you know, all I, you know, it's like you said, you know, all, all I have is, you know, a a yellow jumper. I don't have, you know, all the things that, you know, or I'm just that person that gets picked on for just loving this story, you know, or whatever your situation might be. I just want you to understand that this is a place and there are people within this community to include yourselves that genuinely believe that believe in you, you know, that genuinely will will support you. And, you know, and just just take that plunge and say, you know what, this is something that I love no matter what your age is and I'm going to celebrate it. 
And for those out there who need to know, I just think one quick tidbit is the fact that in our definition that we crafted, um, Ellie, um, it says that a masterful magical minority, the hashtag is one who celebrates uh, the differences of others. And I just said that because if somebody's asking, do I have to feel like I'm a minority? No, it's one who celebrates the differences of others. So um, that hashtag's out there for everyone, like I said. So if anyone wants to know, feel free. Masterful, magical minorities. Sponsored and yeah, I mean, I could I say the definition. I have it right here. Do it. So the official definition that uh, Ellie came up with, and I feel like we all like cohesively right. did, but she like she really hit it on the nose. And it's one who recognizes, accepts, and celebrates people's differences, therefore creating a loving and magical community. Yes. Yes. That's it. I love that. And on what Gerald said, if there's people out there that feel like they want to get involved in this community, and Stephen and I have said it before, just reach out. All of us, and I believe you guys are the same way, is that send us a message. Like any of us are willing to chat and to talk and to even like point you towards maybe our vibe is not your vibe. We probably know someone that might be closer to your vibe if there's something specific you are interested in the community if it's artwork or embroidery or just editing skills like adult fan fiction whatever whatever might be your thing we'll find the place for you pick your flavor (laughs) (laughs) like we would love to talk with you but we would also love to point you in a direction of some people that might be more in your realm like don't ever hesitate to reach out to one of us i really love that danny i like how you brought that up like being able to you know forward you to somebody else who is more in your your realm I love that yeah well I know I'm not gonna relate to everyone (laughs) like I barely relate to myself like that's the good thing about it we're all different we're all unique and you know not everyone is gonna vibe with each other but the best thing we could do is just be like here I might have a friend for you over here that you you can you know vibe with yeah like I I don't. I cosplay very lightly, but I'm not going to be the first person you're going to want to come to about cosplay. But I can find some people. <laughs> All right, I'm going to start off with my favorite question that we skipped that we usually do in the beginning is, and this can span any generation of character. If you were at Hogwarts, no matter what character, who would your friend group be? Like, who are the people that you would just like naturally hang out with? I feel like. I always keep my, I mean, I, I have a lot of like acquaintances, but when it comes to like having like super, super close real friends, I feel like I would have been really close with Lita because uh, I feel like her and I were alike. We were just so quiet, but then I feel like I would have gotten along with Newt too because they were really close and they were just like the oddballs and the outcasts and they just had like their own little thing together. I feel like I would have been a part of that. I truly do. Did you also kill a baby in a convoluted transcontinental (laughs) boat plot? (laughs) Yeah. That was not the Titanic? No, but I feel like I would have been there for her. Like, I don't know. I feel like I would have been that friend that would have gotten her through those hard times. You would have been the one like Newt who right after she gets done talking about this, this big emotional (laughs) reason goes, you're not a filly. You're not a monster or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, Newt's just like, can I look at your feet some more? It's it's a whole vibe, but all right. All right, cool. It's a vibe. He knows the answer. 
Let me stop. <laughs> I forgot about the baby oil. <laughs> drip, drip. It on, put it on that kneecap. Drip, drip. Ooh. Um, for me, yeah, you never know. Ain't nothing like a shiny, smothered in oil kneecap. Um, for me, <laughs> sorry, guys. Uh, that adult fan fiction one got me. Hey, listen. You know, for me, wait. Um, I'm at Hogwarts, so I'm not married in this. I'm not. Well, that would sound bad. Um, okay, so then I need to take mine off, and so I'm. Just I am. Scratch that. <laughs> We're gonna haul past that. Like, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Not on the like crazy status. Like, y'all can see my face. So when y'all air this, y'all know I don't look like the crazy guy. But like, I am the biggest Emma Watson fan. So I hate to say this, but if I, I gotta go based off of movie Hermione that I've seen. I'm going to hang out with the Golden Trio just because I want to hang out with Hermione. And that's just <laughs> the reality of it. Plus, like I told y'all, like, I got to give Ellie props because although I do feel as though I relate to Harry very much so, she told me one day, she goes, why are you black when you, you act just like Ron? And I, <laughs> I got mad. <laughs> I got mad. He got mad. <laughs> and then oh, it freezes on him. Like, he got mad. Mad. Like, I did. <laughs> You got so mad. Yeah, I got, you got so mad. The so, Wi-Fi was like, whoa. It did. It felt my energy. And then I realized, like, I'm a lot like Ron. I, I genuinely do agree. Not just because I don't want to be with Hermione or anything like that, but, yeah. Golden Trio. Golden mm. Trio. That's my friend group. Okay, so I really feel that, um, and and... I will probably tell you I'm not a James Potter fan probably at all. Like really like but when I read Prisoner of Azkaban and I just witnessed Lupin's struggles, I and then what his friends did to just just to just to be able to be a part of his struggle, just to say, you know, like I will study this one of the hardest things that a wizard can do just so you're not alone in this struggle, I, I immediately knew that I would be friends with Lupin. Like I knew it because it's, to me, it felt like you had, you had one of everything. You had a bad boy. You had a guy that was just like, you just, you just had that guy that was like the James Potter was literally like the point guard, the quarterback, the pitcher. I mean, like he was just that guy and Sirius Black was like that guy. And like 10 things I hate about you. Like he was that guy that was just so cool, Mm. but he didn't do anything. Like he didn't play sports. You know, he just, he just like, I mean, he was just like, he just looked, so what he just looked he was so handsome he didn't have to do anything you know and then you have lupin who's like man you know like i clawed my face you know in half you know yesterday but lupin was smart you know lupin was smart lupin had all of the things that they had but he was so hidden behind that that you know that wall of of struggle you know so i definitely say you know those that i would have just loved to have been friends and and change into an animal form with those three guys like I definitely would love to hang out and like just run the grounds with Lupin. I would break the rules to do that. Minus the snitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would you would have smelled that hum from a long long yes. time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so one one lightning round style question: uh, What class would be your favorite class at Hogwarts? All right, I'm going defense against the dark arts, but I'm I'm living for Quidditch though. Like that would be my 
thing would be Quidditch, but defense against the dark arts. All right, sis. Yeah, I was uh, my uh, my G-rated response would be um, uh, Dada, of course. What is your non-G-rated response? Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know where that's heading. Yeah, now I'm like. Yeah. yeah, elaborate, please. Um, I, I'm you know I, you know I my answer to this because I've answered it before and it's it always goes back to food like the way they I mean they just ate so much and then there was all these big occasions like my class would be eating. I mean, cause I mean like just the Halloween party with all the food. And then, I mean, like when you go to honey, when you go to Hogsmeade all day long and eat snacks and buy candy, and then you come back to a big, big I mean like that, that eating would just be my, that would be my class. Like I would go to class just to go, just because I knew within the next few hours I was going to probably eat until my heart was content. Like they didn't have the basic lunch that you had. They had like tables that you just ate from until you collapsed. So, so if I had to pick a class, it would be eating. But if it was like, okay, officially for the record, um, it would be between herbology and transfiguration. Like I would love to be able to change things. And then just, I just, I just love being able to have and know the knowledge of what herbs I need for different concoctions and potions at like at all times. Yeah. I would pick eating to, you know, I'll tell you, after all this social distancing and quarantining stuff, muggle and khakis is like muggle and sweats at this point because the khakis don't fit. One hundred percent, they don't fit. <laughs> That's why dresses are great. You just put on a dress and let I it flow. Would, look, I would scare people away so damn quick. <laughs> well, I mean, the last the, one of the, I mean, like you got some recent photos here where like all the clothes are on the beach. So I mean, like you know, at that point, you know, I mean. I know. I'll, I mean, there's literally it's like your fifth or sixth post. It's like your sandals, your shorts, and your and like and it's just like you're not in the picture. So I'm, you know, it's it's open for interpretation there. Yeah, I had fun, I had fun with that one. I had I, that was that was. There's a version out there that is just his legs in the background of that photo. Whoa. That is true. Hold on. Nah, we're, that's all we got to talk. So so the. We'll just skip over that one. Although, again, single witches, single muggles. If you're out there, muggle and khakis, always looking for love. Look, it's not an episode of this podcast if I don't shamelessly promote my Instagram and or try to get a date. That photo is on ROR Apparel's uh, no, Carrie's Instagram. page. You yeah. just have to swipe. It's there for all you who would like to see that one. Listen, I'm a Slytherin and I'm resourceful, so I'll see what I can do for you. <laughs> and I'm a Hufflepuff, and I will shamelessly promote the crap out of myself. <laughs> so if you're looking for a man with a terrible hairline, dad bod, and nice khaki shorts, hit your boy up. I mean, like, just think about that. I mean, that's that's where it's at. That's where it's at. I mean, a funny guy, he loves khakis, and he's, I mean, and he's a Hufflepuff. I mean, it's, that. that's it. There, what else, what else do you want? Like, I'm, if you're if into you, Harry you, Potter if, tattoos, I've got those. If you're not, I'll wear long sleeves. It don't matter. Whatever. I don't usually Damn. help promote him, but he also can cook. Oh. <sighs> okay, you guys Baking are, still are needs work, but... I made, I made a cheesecake the other day. I, I didn't poison myself. It was pretty good. Man, fill up those DMs. Shoot those shots. Yep. <laughs> I bet you. After this... <laughs> what, is, what is the phrase? God's mouth to your ears or something like that, right? Whatever, whatever that, whatever Your that lips phrase to God's is. ears. Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. 
Um, all right. So the, the, the only reason we do this podcast is for me to ask this question because it frankly is the most important question of our time, which is we have now seen three portrayals of Albus Dumbledore across the various movie iterations of the larger Wizarding World franchise. Please rank them for me from least favorite to favorite. <laughs> uh, I'll go first because Karina looks excited. Um, I'm putting my man Jude Law down at the bottom of my list. What? Yeah, the bottom. I think I think based on that little movement, Karina Talk also back. wants to put him at the bottom, but in a whole different aspect. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah whole like he's um, jumping off the dresser for, man, for Karina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, Drew Laws, he's down there for me. My boy, uh, nah, Richard Harris would be right there in the middle of my Dumbledore sandwich. And then at the top, my boy Michael. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean... My boy Mike has got flair. <laughs> Does he? Okay, so so get just kind of I mean just just from a tutorial standpoint, give me the outfit that he wore where you were like, oh my goodness, this is it. Like no one can replicate this. Oh, and that's coming from Gerald. So ooh, he has feelings. Yeah, I, I just I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's giving me the mom look, you know, like. <laughs> Like I like I've done something wrong. Oh, he's giving you the silent treatment right now. Who me? <laughs> no. Oh, that's, no, no, that's, for, that's, for, that's for Trey. He's frozen on my screen. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. he's frozen but on he's the frozen, mom look. Fro- okay, I was frozen like, on the mom look like. Yeah. He's frozen on the mom look where she gives you like I know you know better look. Uh huh. So it freezes at like the perfect time. Oh. Well, look, he gave his wrong answer and now he's gone, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, what do you think, Karina? Well, <laughs> should I go from, like, least to favorite? Because you yeah. already know what my favorite one is. Yes, please. I love Jude. Jude Law is going to be number one, not only because of the booty. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Let me scratch that. <laughs> okay, so he, I, I love Jude Law just in general because he's just a good actor and... I personally think he's super cute, and I like how he just sets the tone for the future Dumbledores. Even do you want to inform Karina on the name you learned for Jude Law's Dumbledore? Yeah, so Carrie was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, Hogwarts professor, RR Apparel, Danny will handle all the tags in the, in the post. Uh, she called Jude Law Yumbledore, which was new for me. Oh, honey, there's Yumbledore. There's Dumble Booty. Oh, There's Dumble Daddy. I, I knew that. Daddy. Come on, I knew that. But Yumbledore There's was all new. the I names. I like Yumbledore. I feel, I, feel like, I feel like me and Trey just got to like table this and come up with some nicknames now. Like I'm a little, I, I may or may not be, you know, jealous of this. <laughs> How can you even be attracted to <laughs> Dumbledore knowing what he's going to grow into? Like that's just, I mean, Dumbledore's Dumbledore at the end of the day. He's a great man though. <laughs> great to look at. <laughs> All right. What are your next order? And then for the short terms, I'd go Mike and then Rich. And I said so what I, I said. So it's 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 hard for me to put them in place because I just I feel like you know, we grew we grew up with Dumbledore when he was, you know, when he was older, you know, um 
we witnessed the older Dumbledore die. So we built that relationship with the older guy. So I feel like we're trying to get, you know, we're trying to build that with young Dumbledore. But um, with that being said, it's, it's so hard to, to put him last. Um, I would say it's, it's a really, really strong tie, but if I, like, if I'm hell bent, um, excuse my language, um, I would say um, the very first Dumbledore, unfortunately would would be my last uh, yeah um now the uh was it richard the second richard's the second dumbledore correct? richard was first richard was oh, first I'm sorry mike sorry rich. <clears throat> um but mike hands down was to me he captured both of the dumbledores or all of them he was fierce he was kind you know but he knew when to kind of you know lay down the law but he was just just a to me i thought he was just a beautiful being um, so he would be my number one, like hands down. Like I even get excited for a chamber of secrets, bless, you know, um, our previous headmaster for passing. Um, and then Jude would be second because I like, or I should say, I just, I love the internal struggle. Like that was something I didn't witness with the older Dumbledore cause it had passed. So what I love about Jude is that struggle is, is there and it's vibrating within him. So he's he's a he's really really close for for the first one, but I I truly love Mike number one, Jude number two, and Richard number three. I apologize in advance. You're about to get a TED talk from Stephen. Oh, I can't even. I can't. <laughs> I've done this on every damn episode because no one agrees with me. It's fine. Those are valid opinions, I suppose. The the sure? world has outvoted me. <laughs> the I, I still. <laughs> I believe what I believe, but I recognize that I am very much in the minority with that. So, wait, were you going to say Richard Harris was number one? No, no. I, I oh. think Jude Law is number one. Hmm. Um. I think, but but the one caveat I will say, and I think Carrie raised this on her episode, is it's also a little bit too soon to tell because we don't know, we don't have the full body of work for Jude Law yet. Like we don't know where they're taking the character, what's going to happen. So. With that caveat, he's my number one. Uh, Richard Harris is number two, <laughs> and Michael Gambon is number th- I number thirteen, fifteen. It don't matter. You could put a whole bunch of random actors, a bunch of old dudes with beards in there. Um, you can and, put the fill-ins in there, and then just. I mean, look, it just—I can't. I can't, Danny. I don't what have he the said. I feel like y'all are just mad because he always gave Gryffindor the house cup. No, <laughs> no, that ain't it. Uh, we don't have no time. We, we can't. We can't even go into that. That's, that's nope. a whole. You yeah. know, we got. We got to. We got to table that. Even. You know. First. Oh, Harry, are you breathing? Let's just drop a hundred points on you. You know. I mean. You know, it's no big deal. <laughs> Again, in Prisoner of Azkaban, Hufflepuff plays Quidditch. Hufflepuff gets electrocuted to death. <laughs> in number four, Cedric is. The guy. Oh my God! We yeah. finally have a hero, and then he gets got by Wormtail, of all people. <laughs> no. Ugh. All right. So I forgot Danny, to done. warn you guys about this. Um, one of our favorite things to do on the podcast is to shout out creators that we like. Um, if you don't have any, that's fine. But if you want to throw out any people's handles and just shout out anyone that you enjoy their content or just our friends it doesn't matter we just like sharing the people that we find interesting on the gram or any other social media platform for example i can start to give you all time to scramble to think of somebody so i i have two for this episode uh first 
kind of along the lines of our episode. And again, the amount of times I shout this girl out, I deserve to get paid. I'm not paid, I promise. Uh, our good friend, Sydney Dean, Sid Sketched. Uh, so Sid recently reopened up her Etsy shop. Again, she is one of the most creative, brilliantly talented, kindest artists, Harry Potter people we know. Uh, in particular, what I really love about her work for this year is she's really trying to make it more intentionally inclusive and organically inclusive. So uh, a couple of things she's come out with this year already uh, is um, a uh, uh, she has a Tonks who's non-binary and she's made a couple different pieces where Tonks is intentionally non-binary. Uh, she's made Black Hermione um, in a couple different of her pieces. I know she's going to continue on on including more inclusive, empowering portrayals of, of the Harry Potter characters throughout the rest of the year. Shout out to you, Sydney. Again, I'll gladly take 10% of your sales at this point. I talk about you every week. I love you. You know that. Uh, and then the other person I want to shout out is friend of ours, one of the co-hosts of the Puffcast pod, uh, Juliana, Juliana Runs on Instagram. Um, not necessarily for any particular reason other than she's really awesome. She just completed her master's degree. Uh, which is huge. She's awesome. a, yeah, she's a nutritionist, oh, a dietitian. Yeah. Congratulations to oh, you, yeah. Juliana. Uh, she works at a nursing and rehab facility up in Massachusetts and she's been going through the ringer with, with COVID. She's actually COVID positive herself. Um, as of recording, I don't know when Danny's going to release this, but as of today, uh, she's on the upswing, like she's feeling better. So that's great. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to send you a little bit of love to know that we're thinking about you, sending you positive thoughts. And so, yeah, those are my two shout outs for this episode. All right. And mine is the Wizarding Sibs. Um, I'm just loving. They're, they're pretty recent. They only have about 34 posts so far. Their colors in their photos are just beautiful. They're just very bright and fun. And I'm assuming they're siblings as they're called the Wizarding Sibs. But they're just a fun account to follow and check out their wizarding adventures. There's a lot of park stuff, so I'm assuming they're somewhere where they can go to the park pretty regularly. But maybe not, because there's like crazy people like Trey and I who have annual passes and don't live in Florida. <laughs> oh, and Steven. Exactly. They're, they're awesome. Their page is wonderful. They're so it. nice as well. They're so nice. So do you guys have anyone you would like to shout out? Um, I would like to start off with um, Imana from Magical Food Department. She Her page is like all vegan and it is the most beautiful spread. It's They're all Harry Potter inspired vegan dishes and it's more of like a piece of artwork. So you have to check that out, Magical Food Department. And then I want to shout out Ellie. Uh, it used to be a It's La Hermione. She recently changed it to Ellie Mints of Magic which is, I love that clever, which has her name on it. And she's been just like slaying everything, like with her Bobaton looks, just like her, uh, her Ron look, everything. And she's personally become such a close friend of mine. So I definitely want to, want to give her a shout out. Um, Paula from Unconceivable. Everybody knows yes. her as La Peluca. La Peluca de Harry. Yeah. <laughs> she, I love yeah, her Paula and is. I can't wait for her. To, right. Isn't she like, She's just, uh, she's been so supportive. And when I first met her in person, I'm like, we're definitely family. Like we're family, we're family, we're family to the end. Franz to the end. So 
um, yeah, her and I wanted to give a shout out to um, ROR Apparel because uh, yes. they're. They, I just want to say thank you to them because they've been so supportive with the whole uh, masterful magical minorities from day one. From day one, they've been so supportive, and we love that they are just so. Uh, so into representation and diversity and inclusion. So that's that's what I wanted to. Those are my shout outs. <laughs> oh man, I don't even know where to begin. Um, you know, I have to, you know, first and foremost, you know, there's I was trying not to take up a lot of time, but I just, you know, I told and, and this person will know this, you know, but I literally told him, I will say this until I'm blue in the face, until you get tired of hearing me say it. I will continuously say it until like it, you know, I'm sure it registers, but I will say it continuously. You are the most creative human being, if not one of the most creative, like I'm talking like top three, one of the most creative human beings I've ever met. So I personally think just, just edits and, 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 and just the things that you come up with to put out that's so different. I think I am black Harry Potter is just one of the most influential, inspiring human beings. Um, I want to shout out the Brujas table, um, for my magical sis, uh, the magical Latina. I just, what, what you guys do, especially with you, Karina, is you inspire people to follow something that they dream. You know, and it's and it took me how long to, to start a Harry Potter account. It took me how long to say, you know what, I'm going to start writing and doing things I want to do. But you following that dream, regardless of the struggles that you're going through, and you still follow that dream. So, you know, I have to definitely shout out both of those. Um, ROR Apparel has been so, I mean, it monumental. Like from the time we mm-hmm. put out what we were doing, I mean, it was it was instant. Like I've yes. Um, um, Alonze, uh, Griselda is, I mean, she, she just, you know, again, you know, the, as far as representation, I, I just love her as a person, but as far as repping, like repping the house, like she, she oozes Slytherin. I mean, like through and through, um, and it, it, it's so many other people, you know, another one that I, I definitely like, I just, I just love her to death. It's her, her handle is tabs, talks, tales. And she makes, she makes, she just comes up with so many different ideas to say, oh, I was walking around today and decided I was going to make a book sleeve out of, you know, ties, you know, out of this, out of that. So she's just, there's so many, you know, wonderful, creative people, you know, here, bookshelf tees makes reading the funnest thing in the world. I mean, because it's just, you know, like when, when in doubt, go to the library, you know, the book was better, you know, and it's all the things that people that read say, yes, the book is always better, you know, but it's, it's cool little intricate things that these small shops have, you know, that I just, that I just love so much, you know, but that's, you know, just to name a few, uh, Imana is, I mean, for everybody listening, like the, the accounts that I'm saying, if, if you say, I'll only follow this because the minister said, follow these orders, please, please take the time. (laughs) to follow yes, magical sir. food department like you she has done everything i mean she's made food for teachers she's made food for houses she's made food for occasions she's i mean she has done everything you can think of as far as magical food like she and i said all the time she is our modern day 
Molly Weasley. Like, mm-hmm. hands down, she's so she's such a beautiful individual. She accepts people the way Molly does. She cooks the way Molly does. Um, and then, you know, Ellie is just, Ellie's mind constantly makes me want to do better. I mean, like, I, I'm always, like, she makes you stretch your mind to be better. I mean, and even when you think, all right, well, that might be a little too much, she'll even pull up facts of nature, you know, moon phases that will say, like, this is your this is your window to grow, to expand your mind into those ideas you wanted to do. So, you know, just those people, you know, alone, I'm just, you know, I'm proud to call those people friends. I'm proud to, to say, you know, I can relate and they can relate. So we just, we, we understand each other. And those are the accounts. I just, I employ everyone to just at least go and look and say, wow. Um, so Gerald, first of all, man, brother, I'm telling you, man, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep telling you. Um, I'll cry behind the scenes and send you a heartfelt message. (laughs) Um, but, um, if I, if I could just name a a couple and I'm just gonna be honest, I'm gonna keep it quick just because the pull on my heart, because there's so many people that have reached out and supported us that it's, it's really, really hard. Um, but one person right off the bat, I'm gonna go ahead and just do this shout out again would be Shayna from Wizarding Hufflepuff. Yes. When we started Ma- Mass for Magical Minorities, she mm-hmm. sat there for 17 hours creating uh, a design illustration for oh my us. God. Then she broke that it apart was... so we could all have an individual piece. Like it was, it was crazy. And the fact that she cared about a cause for people that she doesn't necessarily know in person, but we established a relationship with her through this community. Um, and the fact that even her first message was, I don't necessarily consider myself a minority, but I support the cause. Mm-hmm. To me, most people see that as, um, I hate the term, social suicide. But, um, you know, sometimes you have to stick your neck out there. And when you don't have to do it, um, it says a lot. It says more than the silence, because silence says a lot, too. Um, but the other person that I absolutely want to shout out, I'm excited that I just thought of this, too. Um, is Lisanne. Um Her handle yes. is, yeah, Magic with Curls. So check this out. Yes. I did a collab with Lisanne and I did a giveaway with her. And here's the thing. She taught me, um, <laughs> like she's a photographer first and foremost, but her edits are ridiculously good. And yeah. I do not know yeah. how she doesn't have a million followers yet. Oh my um, God, it's crazy. But here's the thing, like she taught me, like I know nothing about photography, nothing. I know what looks good, what doesn't, but I'm not a photographer, I would never claim to be. Um, But she taught me how to shoot in raw, right? She's teaching me all these different techniques. And she's like, just know that it helps when you wanna edit, but it's gonna come out looking crappy initially because it balances the light and this and that, yada, yada, takes up a lot of memory. I'm like, what are you talking about? She starts teaching me these little things, right? And my thing is when somebody who, here's the thing, She's like, oh, Black Harry, I saw your YouTube video and you have more followers than I. Would you want to do a giveaway? And I got more followers. I don't care. I'm looking at her page like, yo, like she's the real deal, you know, when it comes to this, this, this creative thing, right? Like her edits are so polished. Like I'm excited right now. Like <laughs> shout out to the Netherlands, right? Right. Um, danke. No, that's German. Sorry. I just screwed that up. But... <laughs> 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 but the crazy thing is, like, if you go look at uh, Magic with Curls, um, it is so polished. It is so clean. Her lighting, her Photoshop effects, everything she does, uh, her Etsy shop, I don't know the name of her Etsy shop, um, 
but like she crafts things. You got it's also so magic with curls. Magic with curls. Thank you, Danny. And um, just everything is crafted. And we sat there. We talked about the giveaway. When I tell you, she handcrafts everything from scratch, from scratch, from scratch. And she was like, "What are you doing in the giveaway?" And I was like, "Oh, I just ordered this thing off uh, <laughs> Amazon." <laughs> She's like, "Well, whatever you order, I'll make something to go with it." And that's when we did the Easter giveaway. She made the uh, Hungarian horntail egg, and she is just phenomenal. So um, I'm not gonna go back through everybody, but uh, as always, Imana, Ellie. Um, but man, there's just some big time people. Uh, RR Apparel and uh, Danny and Steven. Yeah. Here's the thing. Shout out to y'all because y'all's podcast. Like you're saying, like I'm not the most creative. I'm not this and that. You don't understand. Yeah. I'm just gonna be real. You don't understand how suffocating the lack of representation is, and the mm-hmm. fact that y'all even set up a podcast and said, "Hey, I don't care for what reason. Let's get on here. We're interested and be heard." That says a lot to me. It says a lot. So it's like I said. Um, it's not always, always about what somebody says because sometimes actions don't match words, um, but it's about what people do. So from the bottom of my heart, and I know they feel the same, thank you guys for even having us on here to express, you know, our perspective. Yes, thank you. Yeah, no, I really wanted you guys on. So although I am very white, as you can tell, (laughs) I come from a multiracial family. So my brother is mixed. My my nephews are mixed. My niece is... (laughs) She got all the things. She's Latina. She's half black. She's white. She got it all going on. And like, I want them to see themselves in things. Like one of the stories that really um, made me start thinking about it is when the movie Coco came out. My nephew, who is severely ADHD, he was five at the time. My mom took him. It was, and he, they're all bilingual, so they can all speak Spanish. The first movie, he literally stood in the movie and was glued to that movie because he saw himself in that movie. And it's stuff like that where I'm like, I want them to have that, like where they can see these characters in themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, that was was beautiful. I mean, I have to agree with the team. I mean, you, you, I like that you say that you're not creative, but that Vanellope post was, I mean, come on, you got it. You got it. That was I mean, and then I mean, like, and then like what I what I just what I love so much about, you know, muggling khakis is it's it's all out there. You know what I mean? It's 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 all out there. I mean, like <laughs> what when you, you see leave is the, what you get, honey. When you leave the sandals and the outfit on the beach, it's like <laughs> I've shed <laughs> all barriers. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I love about you guys. You know, you guys are, you know, you the fact that, you know, it's like what Trey said, I, I have to I definitely have to acknowledge the fact that you guys said yes. I want to share your message and, and you would be surprised. And it's, and again, like I, I look at things very, very politically and I understand that it's not for everybody, but at the same time, it's like Trey says, you know, when that silence can be really, really loud. And we appreciate the fact that you guys took the time because you guys didn't have to, there's, you could have interviewed how many millions of Potter fans. And you said, you know what? I just, I want to take out the time to allow them the floor to speak and talk about their message. And I just, I, I just, I love you guys for that. Yeah. I mean, I usually end these episodes with a bad joke and then literally say cut until Danny stops the recording. But 
what I'll say this time is, you know, what I love about this podcast and Danny started it. Like she asked me to hop on from episode one. I've loved doing it, but uh, you know, till the end of my days, this is, this is Danny's idea through and through. And, you know, you know, when Danny started this, you know, I think her, her vision was really to have a place to bring together and hear the stories of like the, the disparate corners of the Harry Potter fan community. And as Danny knows, one of my favorite things to do is say anything is a social construct. And like the Harry Potter fan community really is a social construct. It doesn't exist without the amazing people that make it up. And so whether it's the artists we talk to, the t-shirt creators we talk to, the the bakers and the cookers that we talk to, or y'all, like we want to hear your stories. We, you know, y'all are living every single day, you know, your own reality. And it just so happens that it's super intertwined with Harry Potter. And we want to hear about that, right? And so this was absolutely incredible. And this was such a great episode. And I mean, who knows how Dan's going to edit it. She could edit it to where it's a terrible episode, but I thought it was a great episode. And so yeah, I, I, you know, on behalf of Danny and me, really, this has been, this has been awesome. So this has been, and before we officially end, can we get a quick shout out of all your channels again? Uh, people like having them at the end so they can go follow them immediately. Muggle and khakis. Go follow. Muggle and khakis. The magical Latina. It's your boy, I am Black Harry. And hey, just before I leave, if you guys ever find yourself in that low in that relationship, put a little baby oil on that leg, fall in love with that Harry Potter again. <laughs> I hear that? Uh, I am Dapper, Minister of Magic. Uh, my favorite channel to, to, to talk with you guys and, and anyone out there. So Dapper, Minister of Magic, Dapper, Minister of Magic. And when you can't figure it out, just think of one of the most elegant men on the platform that likes Harry Potter. And I'm, I'm hoping you'll find me. <laughs> he, he always cuts it off and I never get to share my handle. Uncut, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Every <Uncut>. single time. <laughs> better be careful. <laughs> get cut and cut and cut. I'm about to get kicked off the podcast. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much. After all that, you're not going to share where people can no, find you No, I Instagram? like just pointing it out. All right. I'm stopping the recording. Cut. <laughs>